Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Friday. That's right. We've made it, folks. We're at the end of the week. Packers have wrapped up practice. They'll undoubtedly have a walkthrough tomorrow, and then they'll take on the Saints for their home opener on Sunday that I will not be at, but plenty of people will be. Hope you all have a great time. Uh, the latest news coming out of practice the Packers final injury report is out for the game yikes uh as coach indicated at his press conference we have Christian Watson Lucas Van Ness Aaron Jones David Bacchiari and Jair Alexander all listed as questionable not great Bob you hate to see it um Jair obviously a late addition in the week apparently he had a back issue flare up guess in practice on Thursday so he has been added to the injury report he was a limited participant in Friday's practice on the Saints side uh, they had someone pop up towards the end of the week as well uh, Paulson Abedo who's a corner uh, he did was not listed all week and then did not practice on Friday um, Taysom Hill was taken off the injury report he's fine after dealing with a knee injury uh, and of course Foster Moreau the tight end he's dealing with an ankle he tried to go on Wednesday, did not participate Thursday and Friday. He's doubtful. And then the saddest one is Jamal Williams is out. And I know both, most of you probably watched the Monday night game, saw him get injured. You hate it. Although I will say, there is a slight silver lining that if the Saints win, I don't need another post-game interview where he's rubbing it in our face. And I know, I'm not saying that's like he was doing it on purpose. But after the Lions eliminated from the, the Packers from the postseason last year, and he had that awesome post-game interview don't let these tears fool you. It's all dog up in here. Like, love Jamal. Love that moment. But it was like salt in the wound watching the Packers go home. Um, so I won't miss that if the Packers end up losing. But uh, Jamal will be out and will not play, and that sucks because I love Jamal Williams. I would have loved to watch him play again in Lambeau Field. But he will not be available for the Saints. Uh, so we'll see what kind of game plan Matt LaFleur cobbles together with so many different kind of moving parts here on offense. Hopefully, hopefully Aaron Jones and Christian Watson are up and can go because that would obviously be a major boon for this offense. Hope everyone's doing well. Hope you're uh, hanging in there. Good to see everybody in the comments section. People mixing it up already. Got a bunch of super chats. Let me get to them real quick. Kyle, thanks for the super chat. Hey, Aaron. Can you give a shout-out to my dad, Fred? He is a longtime follower of Cheesehead TV and Packers Daily. We are going to the game this Sunday. Go Pack Go. Kyle, have fun at the game. Fred, what's up? How you doing? Go Pack Go. Thanks for being a follower of Cheesehead TV and watching Packers Daily. Really appreciate it, man. Now go have a great time on Sunday at Lambeau Field with Kyle. I'll tell you what, um, I haven't gone to a game with my dad in decades. I'd love to do that at some point here these next couple years. So hope you guys enjoy it. Have the best time. Hit up lot one. Grab yourself a brat, a beer, what have you. And then watch the Packers kick some Saints ass. That's awesome, guys. Have the best time. David Kroll, thanks for joining the Care of the G Club. Really appreciate the support, David. Thank you so much. Jonathan, what's up, man? Thanks for Super Chat. Reporter asked Mac about Bach. Matt laser eyes reporter to death. Uh, I did see Bill Huber... And look, Bill, to his credit, said, I don't, you know, he doesn't want to ask the Bakhtiari question, but uh, felt it was necessary. And I did understand where Bill was coming from regarding, you know, Bakhtiari and the decision around whether he's up or down having anything to do with the fact that they play another game in four days 
you know, against the Lions on Thursday. But, you know, obviously Matt was very quick to shut it down and said, we'll see on game day. I think it's all about how David feels the day of a game. So I think we'll be living in that world probably for the entirety of this season. It sucks, but it is what it is. So hopefully, I mean, I don't know. I know MJ Hurley had put out there, uh, I think, on Wednesday that he had heard that Bocciari will not go on Sunday. But he is listed as questionable, which means there's a chance. So we shall see. Ben, thanks for the Super Chat, man. Injuries are undefeated in the NFL already. I'm glad you said in the NFL because, man, if I get another person in my comments, mentions, what have you, talking about, oh, what's wrong with the training staff in Green Bay? Like, yo, the injury rate in the NFL is 100%. And all you got to do is look around in any other NFL city to see that everybody's dealing with injuries. I mean, I retweeted something last night. The Chargers have four linebackers dealing with hamstring injuries. Really feels like hamstrings are like the thing this year. Um, but yeah, the Packers aren't alone. Everybody's hurt all the time in the NFL. It's just how hurt are they? Once week one kicks off, everybody's hurting. It's just degrees after that. And you're right. Injuries are undefeated. Joe, thanks for the super chat, man. I used to enjoy listening to Mike Pettin's press conferences and usually felt I learned something. I don't get the same vibe from listening to Joe Barry. Joe, I could not agree more. I loved Mike Pettin when he became the head coach of the Browns because I remember his first media availability at the Combine in Indianapolis, and that was back when it was still in the stadium. He was excellent as far as like explaining the game and his philosophy of it and what he was trying to accomplish, blah, blah, blah. And he was like that in Green Bay as well. I thought he was, to your point, I thought he was very illuminating. Clearly, you know, a very not only a student of the game, but a teacher of the game. And yeah, I'm with you on Joe. I don't definitely don't get the same vibe in any way, shape, or form. Man, some of those availabilities are like the Baton Death March. When you get there those late Thursday afternoons and you get those three coordinators in a row and you're just trying to get something, anything that you can like build your story around or what have you. And you get Joe just droning on. And he does he does total filibuster answers. Like you you'll see. I think Rob asked him about you know, watching the tape after that loss and what do you do and all that stuff. And he went on some, like, five-minute soliloquy about how, yeah, it sucks to lose in the NFL. No one likes to lose. No, really? Thanks, coach. Like, you know, you're not going to use any of that. Maybe a snippet, but, yeah. But, I mean, to be entirely fair, I do think it takes someone asking more pointed football questions to elicit more football type answers right if you've got big overarching general narrative questions which is what these guys often get in these situations you're probably not going to get too many nuggets of football wisdom right so and that's not a knock on anybody on the beat they're, they're all creating their own content for a very specific audience and i don't i understand it but yeah that was one of my favorite parts about being on the beat or being able to ask questions during you know the whole pandemic while they were zooming because I could get some more football stuff in there, you know, and you could ask specific football stuff, but yeah, but the overarching point is true. Like I don't get that vibe from Joe at all. I'm with you. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. 
With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Well, Hungarian, great name. Thanks for the Super Chat, man. After the colossal dumpster fire this week south of the cheese curtain, thank God we can call ourselves Packer fans. That organization is laughable. Man, it's, it's crazy how like every, not even every day, every hour seemingly there's something new going on in Chicago that's like absolute crazy town. Today it was reported, earlier this afternoon, that I guess on Wednesday night $100,000 worth of equipment was just stolen from the facility. What? Like, what is happening in Chicago? I'm never going to feel sorry for him. I, I, you know, come on, the Bears still suck, obviously. But, man, they are an absolute clown car right now. Like, clowns just keep getting out and getting out and getting out, and there's no end in sight. Like, they're up to 150 clowns have gotten out of that car, and they keep coming. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's hilarious. John, thanks for the Super Chat. In Green Bay from Massachusetts, carry the G is so, so good. Salente. As I think you meant to put salute, maybe. Uh, but thank you. Thank you, John. I'm glad you tried it. I'm glad you're in Green Bay. Glad you got yourself a nice cold carry the G. Speaking of which, speaking of carry the G, let's take a moment, shall we? And hear a word from our sponsor. You may not play for your favorite team, but you act like it. Through every snap and every score, whether you're at work or in the grocery store. You're carrying them with you. No, not with a jersey, but with a mindset so that you're always ready. Ready so that not just on game day, but on any day, you can crack open that ice cold beer. A beer made by fans for fans. Cheesehead TV and Gathering Place Brewing bring you Carry the G, a delicious and easy drinking cream ale, not just for tailgating, but for everyday life. Now available throughout Wisconsin so that wherever you go, you can carry the G. And don't forget, two hours from now, if you're in the Milwaukee area, if you're listening live, you're in Milwaukee, and you're like, what am I going to do with my Friday night? You can head out to the Tap Yard in Brookfield and say hi to Corey and Tyler from 6 to 8 p.m. this evening at the Tap Yard in Brookfield, the launch of Carry the G. Hope you guys can make it. If you're in the area, really, really encourage you to head on out. Say hi to Corey and Tyler, talk some Packers, drink some Carry the G, and get ready for this Packers ass-whooping. Kicking the Saints butt Sunday in Lambeau. Can't wait. Can't wait. Very excited. Uh, what else we got here, folks? What else we got? Uh, Mario. Thanks for the Super Chat, man. Should we expect Aaron Jones and Watson to play? Could we also see a lot of Luke Musgrave considering the pressure of the Saints defense? Um, very good questions all. Uh, Aaron Jones, I doubt it. Watson, I think should play is my guess, and these all that's all these are is total guesses. Um, but yeah, with Aaron Jones, I'll be surprised if he plays. With Watson, I'm not gonna say I expect him to play, but I think there's a decent chance he does. Um, Luke Musgrave, yeah, I think there's a good chance he sees a little bit more action this week. You know, it's all dependent on the game plan, the scheme, and how they think they can take advantage of it, um, where they might be able to utilize him in the passing game, maybe a little bit more than they have in these previous two weeks. But, you know, it, it really comes down to matchups. And I do think there's a possibility that they might be able to utilize him a little bit, pro- probably try to utilize the middle of the field a little bit more. But I will say, even before they get to that point, they got to worry about this 
this uh, Saints defensive front, especially these pass rushers, this front four, they get after it, man. I think a big, big key of this game is to stay ahead of the sticks, even more so than usual because, I mean, who knows who's playing along the offensive line for the Packers, but uh, they, they're they going to have issues if they get in the third and long, obvious passing situations, and this group can just tee off. It is not going to be fun. Not saying that they can't be successful, but it, the degree of difficulty definitely goes up. Greg, thanks for the Super Chat, man. Prediction for Reed this weekend? No, not a fantasy football question. Go Pack Go. I will say, Craig, he is in my fantasy lineup. Uh, I think it's interesting because there's zero doubt that they have specific packages and or things they want to do with him as far as not only getting in the ball in the offense, right, but certainly in the red zone. They've shown they're going to draw stuff up for him. Now, maybe teams start to key on him a little bit more, and that opens up for something for somebody else, maybe Musgrave, et cetera. But, man, I'm telling you, especially if Watson can't go, they got to keep feeding this kid. I mean, he's lightning in a bottle. Um, I do think they hopefully are able to utilize him a little bit more between the 20s. And I also think they got to get Romeo Dobbs going. You know, you know, what do you have, two catches last week? I think there's a case to be made that, you know, they should scheme some stuff up for him and then be able to utilize Reed as a, as a counter to that. Um, who knows? Uh, we'll see how the – Saints go about kind of lining up and or what they like to do when they played last I think it was 2020 down in New Orleans in week three um, Allen did a really good job of confusing some of the Packers uh, protection scheme stuff you know they did a really good job of kind of faking blitzes giving them feints and showing them one thing and getting out of it and that was against Aaron Rodgers and Aaron not say a tough time but he you know he was challenged Definitely. And now you got Jordan up there. First time he's seen this type of defense. And there's going to be some questions asked of young Jordan. Now what's nice is obviously that he's at home. And he can control the snap count. Hopefully, like I said, stay ahead of the sticks and not give them too many opportunities to tee off and get exotic and get crazy. That's the dream. Um, Rob, thanks for Super Chat, man. Love the Acme pick behind you. Go Pack Go, and let's CTG, and let's carry the G. Thank you, Rob. Yeah, I got it out of mothballs. I had this up for a long time, pretty much through the pandemic, and then I put it away for a while, and I just decided it was time to bring it back out. I really like it. Even though I've told the story before, when I ordered it, I ordered it framed, and it arrived not framed. How do you do that? How do you do that? Anyway, but I love it. Well, Hungarian again. Thanks, man. Any chance Banky stole the Bears' equipment to buy new receiver gloves or get a haircut? I'm going to go with negative on both of those, but uh, I'm not completely ruling it out. Let's say that. Let's say that. Uh, what else we got here, folks? We got a lot of people. Do you think Bakhtiari – what's up, Callum? Do I think Bakhtiari will move on from Green Bay? Eventually we'll all move on, Callum. No. Uh <laughs> Yes, eventually. I think next year there's a decent chance. Um, I know there's a very clear out in the contract as far as the Packers being able to move on, and that occurs this offseason. Um, we'll see. Um, but I do think for the Packers, you know, at some point it doesn't really justify keeping his cap hit around if he's unavailable half half the time, right? So, yeah, I think he'll they'll go through this year and see how it kind of plays out, and then they'll have real hard discussions this offseason. But I would suspect 
there's a decent chance this is his last year in Green Bay. And maybe in the league. Who knows? I don't know if someone's going to want to sign him to a lucrative free agency deal and have, knowing that they're going to have to deal with that knee, you know? So, I mean, who knows? Who, but maybe he hits the ground at some point, like halfway through the season, his knee feels a lot better, starts to react better, and all of a sudden he's right as rain and, you know, good to go for the rest of the season. And then they have a different discussion in the offseason. I doubt it. I don't think Mother Nature works that way, but a long way to go. A lot of ball game left on that one. Uh, what else we got? Craig, thanks again, man. With the Saints' defensive line, you're expecting more rollouts and bootlegs? I hope so. Definitely want to move the pocket. And I was, if you go back and watch Watch Party, which I highly encourage you not to because that would be crazy. You'd be insane. But if you do, you'll see in the fourth quarter, I started telling, yelling at the screen, asking Matt to move the pocket. You know, it was very apparent at, at some point in that fourth quarter where Atlanta, you know, kind of had their number a little bit, was starting to, you know, take advantage of them up front. And, you know, Jordan's a bit of a sitting duck back there. These drop back after drop back after drop back. Like, move the pocket a little bit. Don't let him know exactly where he's going to be. And, yeah, to your point, with this Saints D-line, I think it's a good idea. Now, obviously a lot of that is predicated on run action and you want to get your running game going. We'll see. The Packers haven't been very successful in that regard so far this year. But even if you're not, like, having major success on the ground, just keeping them honest a little bit. Let Jordan move up, move around a little bit. I think that's a good idea. But we'll, we'll see. <laughs> Perfect dark. Who has CU beating Oregon? Man, I want to believe. I want to believe. I don't know. I, I have a hard time believing, though. <laughs> Jano, thanks for Super Chat. Wonder what Valentine did that owed Rasul push-ups. Very comical video released by Big B. I saw that from Rasul's Instagram story. Who knows, man? It's a rookie. You know, back in the day, I remember, was it Stokes talking about how they had to go get snacks for all the veterans. Apparently, we've moved on to push-ups for the veterans. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure after the game, Rasul will be asked about it. Vex, thanks for the Super Chat, man. The job that Jordan Love has done this year really highlights how good the Packers organization is compared to, like, the Bears. Well, yeah, it's just a different philosophy, right? You know, the idea that we will invest in the position and we will let this guy sit and learn. It's the game's most important position, probably the most difficult to play in all of professional sports. We want to think long term. You know, they took all sorts of slings and arrows when they made the selection, all sorts of shit through the last couple of years. But man, so far, and it is so far, it is so early, but so far, it looks like a pretty good deal. Looks like they kind of maybe have a plan and know what the fuck they're doing. As opposed to the Bears, who keep drafting quarterbacks in the first round and throwing them out there to the Wolves without a real kind of plan in place or any kind of cohesion when it comes to their identity on offense. And it's uh, been a dumpster fire. And it's long before this crew got there. It's organizational. You know, it is embedded in the organization. So, yes. 100%. It is incredibly fortunate that you were born or became wherever you are, however you got here. The fact that you're a Packers fan and not a Bears fan, fucking amazing, man. That's like that's like winning the lottery. That's what that is. Uh, Nags, Clark stays in and everyone else rotates a lot on the D-line. What is the plan there? Great question, Brandy. Um, man, I don't know. It was rough to watch there at the end in Atlanta. I think he played like 60-some plays. 
I mean, they they ran Atlanta ran seventy eight total, and he played like sixty two or three. That's way too fucking many. Way too many. And I understand guys are getting run over, guys are getting out of position. Wyatt went the literally went the wrong way on two different plays. I mean, I think part of it's that's the problem is like you can't if you're Jerry Montgomery, the defensive line coach, and you're working on the rotation, you're sending guys in. You can't trust anybody else. So I get wanting to keep Kenny out there, but at some point, man, you're just overworking and overusing the guy. You know, and then I see, you know, people on Twitter like, oh, Kenny's getting pushed around. Yeah, in the fourth quarter, when he's been out there for 55 plays, like, yeah, he's going to, yes, of course. He's got, you know, he needs a little help. He needs a little blow. That was the whole point of this line. And here's the other problem. The line is really talented and can absolutely get after the quarterback. The problem is, the old adage is, you got to earn that right. you got to earn the right to get after the quarterback. You know how you earn it? By stopping the fucking run. And they sure as shit didn't do that against the Falcons. Brandy, you get me all upset here, man. It's Friday night. I'm trying to relax, trying to have a beer, trying to have a good time. But, yeah, you're, I, don't, I don't know what the plan is. The plan is, is to run Kenny into the ground, apparently. You tell me. I don't know. Even Pat Mahomes had his first year. He did, Joe. He did. He played that last game and when they had already wrapped up, I believe, the one seed uh, with uh, Alex Smith. And you remember, he came in and he lights out. I mean, Pat Mahomes is pretty special. Like, I think he would have been fun to watch even from the get-go. But, yeah, the fact that he had a year to sit, I don't think it hurt. No doubt about it. <laughs> Brett, did you have to ask Aaron Rodgers if you could start using the term carry the G at Cheesehead TV? No, because he got that from somebody else. But what's fun is that now we kind of own it. So it's great. But it's a great idea. We loved it. I told Aaron. I said it was one of the coolest things he ever said at the podium. You know, it, it's, am- it's an amazing sentiment. And we obviously loved it and jumped right on it, started using it right away. Um, but yeah, no, we didn't have to ask Aaron's permission. Uh, what else we got? How we got? The Packers refused to earn it. Yeah, you're not kidding. <laughs> Patrick. I'm not saying your comment, but that is so funny. Jano, thanks again. Any intel if Lambeau is going to play a love song or two for rousing the team and fans? I, I don't know, actually. I'm excited to find out. I hope so. Hope we get Love Train. Hope we get All You Need Is Love after a touchdown. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm jonesing. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Uh, what do I see the Packers doing with Patrick Taylor after his third elevation? Most likely signing him to the 53. And I would suspect that was probably the plan all along. But we'll see. Um, he's too valuable as far as not only his special teams contribution, but his all-around ability in the offense, especially when it comes to pass pro, which we saw come to the fore on that huge run that Jordan Love had. There's a great bit of pass protection on that play from Taylor. Yeah, I suspect they'll probably keep him around. I can't imagine they would, you know, bring him up and then have to cut him loose. So, but now we'll find out tomorrow if they bring him up for the third time. And if they do, yeah, they've got to sign him. Love is in the air. Very good. All right, buddy. I got to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please, please, please do me a monster favor and hit like on the video. Subscribe to the channel. I will see you all on Sunday on the watch party. If you're going to the game, have the best time. No, I am incredibly jealous. 
but I really, really happy for everyone that gets to go. It's an awesome time. It's an awesome vibe. You're going to have the best time. Uh, and be on the lookout. Uh, Cheesehead TV will be on the ground both pre- and post-game. We'll have guys going around collecting content, talking to fans, getting your stories. So if you see Cheesehead TV, say hi. Um, in the meantime, please hit like, hit subscribe, tell your friends, tell your family. Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great weekend. Go Pack Go. Uh-huh.